So what if instead of focusing on trying to figure out alcohol, you tried to figure out yourself. You learned how to do all of the things that you think alcohol is doing for you, but better. You tapped into really understanding what the messages from your body meant and how to use your emotions to your advantage and how to really expand your desires to get what it is you finally really want and have real, lasting, sustainable pleasure. That is possible for you, and it is all available to you in the self-study course, The Naturally Sober Woman. It is everything that I teach my one-on-one clients, but it is compact for you, lifetime access on demand at a super affordable price available to you right now. You're going to go to my website, marywagstaffcoach.com, right there. It'll say self-study course or follow the link in the show notes right here. Get in there. One short video, just the welcome ceremony. There's a commence, a beautiful commencement ceremony that really anchors you into your intention for wanting to make this change into your life will change your life forever. It'll put you on a trajectory of new possibility because the bigger your desire is, the easier it's going to be to say goodbye to alcohol. So go on over to my website, get inside of the Naturally Sober Woman, and I will see you in there. Welcome, welcome. My name is Mary Wagstaff. I am a holistic alcohol coach who ended a 20-year relationship to alcohol without labels, counting days, or ever making excuses. Now I help women just like you from around the world do the same with my one-on-one private coaching program. In this podcast, we will explore my revolutionary approach to getting alcohol out of your way that breaks all the rules, life-enhancing tools that make not drinking exciting and joyful, and the profound and sacred journey that it is to rediscover who you are on the other side of alcohol. This show is not a substitution for rehabilitation, medical treatment, or advice, so please talk to a medical professional if your alcohol consumption is at risk to your mental or physical health. Now on with the show. Hey, my beautiful listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Stop Drinking and Start Living. I hope you were doing your self-love work over the week by looking for evidence in your life of how amazingly awesome and strong and brave you are and all of the awesome things you do without alcohol and using that as fuel and inspiration to add to the other areas of your life where it seems more challenging. So we're adding on here. And the more evidence you have in your life, the belief story that's been created about alcohol can fall away with ease because it's not fixed, right? That was a story that was created through a learned behavior, just like mostly every other belief that we have in this life. And then we get to decide whether or not it serves us. So last week I was talking about, you know, being on the priestess path and really claiming myself as priestess. And it is a lifelong journey of initiation and, um, 
you know, one of the ways that I do that is through this podcast. And I also hold a monthly women's circle and I'll be holding another monthly women's circle, um, with the stop drinking and start living program. And that's going to be so much fun. It's going to be so awesome. If you've never sat in sacred circle with women, um, in, in ritual, you are in for a real treat. There's nothing quite like it. Um, and you know, I know, that one of the objections a lot of people have about doing more of a group program is that, you know, this, this being anonymous in this, um, this journey of changing your relationship to alcohol. But, but the way that I see it through this lens is it's an opportunity to even further rewrite the story that it's not you that has a problem and needs to hide about wanting a better life, right? That you're claiming this is just one more step, like you would get support from, you know, a business coach or a, you know, health coach or, you know, a weight coach or something like that, like anything else that we get to say that, yes, just as much as drinking is a normal part of our culture, so is also wanting to change our relationship to it. But for the initiate, which is you, for those of you in my sphere that have really, you know, been drawn to to me and to my work, um, I know that you are on the path of self discovery and awakening to a life led more by spirit, by purpose, by passion, by heart. Um, and everyone truly wants that, right? But there's like this deeper exploration, exploration and an investigation of self authority and personal responsibility. And so you get to be in a space with other women doing the same thing. And then that is the empowerment and the uplifting. And you get to see yourself reflected in the other. And what I'm really excited about this, um, this monthly new moon circle is that, you know, in the program, we'll be really utilizing the tools to specifically, you know, target, um, alcohol so that we can really expedite your results. And then you can move on to like the next thing, whether it's, you know, relationships or whatever, you know, in another arena. But of course these tools apply to everything. So you will see kind of from the outside in how your relationships in life change, your relationship to work, your relationship to food, your relationship to consumption, your relationship to everything will change via this program. Um, but it's like, let's get alcohol out of the way to gain clarity, to gain confidence, to gain motivation, to gain inspiration so that then you can go and do that next thing, right? Take, you know, take that next leap in, in whatever direction, meet the love of your life, start your own business, you know, um, so on and so forth, buy the house of your dreams, move to a different country. And, but with alcohol in the way, it's like everything's so foggy and your confidence and your emotions are just all over the place. Um, but in this arena of the new moon circle, it'll really be this opportunity to, to share, to practice ritual, to laugh, to be seen, to be heard. Um, yeah. And to just say, hi, it's going to be really, really, really powerful. It's one of my favorite things to do is sit in circle with women and to hold space. And it really, Sacred sisterhood has given me such a 
such a deeper connection to what it means for me to be a woman to the divine feminine and my relationship to women in general, you know, that, um, just knowing that I'm never really alone because I am deeply in, in interwoven into a, a network of global sisterhood. So I know that there's all these other beautiful women around the world, you know, that are living life through the path of, of devotion, to, um, to not just the feminine, but, but the unification of all of humanity and really having a deep honor and reverence for this life. So today, and this is kind of a good segue into this, um, we are going to talk about where are you making decisions from in your brain? So we are on step nine out of 10 for how to eliminate your desire and your attachment to alcohol. And this is, you know, one of the main ways is through perspective, is shifting your perspective, which is also shifting your mindset. And um, we we make decisions based on the past, based on probability, based on evidence that we already have, right? So that's why the step before this was generating new evidence so that your brain can start to say like, oh yeah, actually we won't, we didn't die in that situation. So I don't think we're going to die in this situation. Um, but this is going to add to really just kind of seeing in your brain where you're making decisions from, the energy, the vibration. So I often talk about words are spells. So the way in which you talk about your relationship to alcohol or the choices you make around alcohol are going to have a huge difference. They're going to make a huge difference in the actions that you take and where you place your attention. And so I just want you to start to notice this in all areas of your life. So as, as far as I can see it, and none of these are innately bad or right or wrong. Again, it's just, is it serving you? Is it getting you the result that you want? We have kind of, you know, the polar opposites of, of emotions. There's love and abundance and there's fear and scarcity, And a lot of times we're making decisions uh, out of fear and scarcity. We're being quote unquote practical. Now, when you make choices from practicality, you don't blow your own mind, right? This is all about believing in possibility, what's possible. Practicality just gets you more of the same, less than, right? We want to be thinking in this work in possibility, now, is there a time for practicality? Sure, but that seems boring, right? It's like there's 24 hours in the day. You can't, you know, I don't know. I can't create my whole program in one day. Although, you know, I've definitely overshot my my time frame before. Um, so there's, you know, there's things like that. But but really, it's the energy that's fueling your decision-making and those decisions are thoughts, right? So these are going to be thoughts that reduce the desire and attachment to alcohol. So you've already become aware of all of your thoughts that create desire, that create attachment, right? 
this is how I have fun. It won't be fun without it. A drink sounds good, right? So now we want to, we're looking for thoughts that reduce desire and attachment. And this isn't, I'll feel like shit in the morning, right? This is making decisions from love and abundance. And you'll, you'll bring in some of the previous steps, right? That are, that are your evidence. Oh, I did it. I did it in this situation. Sure. I can do it in that situation or your values, right? Why it was important to you because this is a sacred time. Being with my children is, it means something to me. I want to be present. They're only little ones, right? I want to give all my attention to the work that's in front of me. I want to cultivate deeper, more intimate relationships that are based in reality, that are based in, um, you know, who I truly am. I want to be myself fully. So when we're making decisions from love and abundance, we're choosing to know that there is enough, right? That if we decide we want something, it is possible. Now you'll know you're making decisions from fear and scarcity when you can come up with all of the reasons of why it won't work, right? My husband's still drinking. He's always throwing parties. I see all of my friends out at lunch drinking. The schools got shut down again, so on and so forth, right? You're going to come up with all of the reasons for why it's not going to work. And those are all based out of fear and scarcity versus abundance. The abundance, not even that there's enough in the world, but the abundance that you can generate, the capacity inside of you that you have. This can be as simple as it'll never work versus Let's give it a shot. I've learned new things before. I've tried so many times or I've failed so many times. I'm not going to give up. I'm in it for the long haul, right? I just read this beautiful post by someone on Sober Black Girls Club uh, on their Instagram. She's gotten a great Instagram and um, if it was just someone's journey and she talked about year one, year two, year three, year four. And it's like year five, year till the day you die, right? Now, this doesn't mean alcohol is in the headlines for your entire life, but this is your awakening to yourself. And don't you want to commit to that? So the abundant thought, the thought of love is let's see what's possible. I'm excited to get to know myself. I'm ready to learn about who I am on the other side of alcohol. I'm ready to know my cycles and rhythms and my tendencies. I'm ready to be in alignment with who I am. So when you come up with objections for all sorts of things, for why it won't work in your life, the reason you think you can't is the reason that you need to. So when people tell me that they can't make their coaching call or whatever, I've got so much going on. I'm just so overwhelmed. I'm like, girl, the reason you think you can't is the reason that you need to. Coaching is always the right answer, right? It's one hour and literally you're going to get off the call and not be overwhelmed for the rest of the week. And then it's like, oh yeah, you're right. So 
your brain is going to try to keep you safe by coming up with objections, but what it's really doing is just being efficient and lazy. So I want you to remember that. I want you to remember that the objections in your way out and you think you're 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 you know, you're planning your escape route for failure is actually the opposite, especially when it comes to alcohol. Okay, so I'm going to leave you with that for this week. Look And just start to pay attention for when you're making decisions based out of fear and scarcity or some version of that emotion and see if you can flip the script completely 180 and wonder if that would be true or just get curious about it. Let me know how it goes. I would love to hear a story or an anecdote from how you did this. And if you want, I'll share it on the show. If not, I would just still love to hear of how this worked out for you. Have an amazing, amazing week. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Bye. If a life of deeper self-mastery and feminine embodiment is calling you, but alcohol is the one constant in your way, I want to invite you to check out my one-on-one coaching program. It's your opportunity to apply the tools and principles from the show to your life one step at a time. Together, we create the safe and sacred container to explore the habit of alcohol, the power of choice, and awaken your inner light. Schedule a complimentary alignment session where I will help you uncover the next best step for you on your journey of discovering what's possible on the other side of alcohol. Follow the link in the show notes or on my website, marywagstaffcoach.com. I can't.